Hello, everyone, and welcome. This is Jennifer Yurzio, founder and spiritual director of Soul Language and Soul to Business. And this is Ask and Answered by Soul. This podcast is dedicated to providing you with tangible tools to embody your divinity and create a life based on freedom. Each podcast is focused on a topic that will guide you to listening and utilizing your essential nature. During each show, I ask an expert three key questions so you can understand that you're not alone on this journey, that your soul is the key to forming a life full of abundance, purpose, and passion. The goal of each interview is for you to take away a practice that you can do right now to change your life and understand what assistance is out there in the universe to support you. And today I am talking to Reverend Gina, and we're talking about how to know yourself. Reverend Gina is a blessed, is blessed to be a wife, proud mother too, and grandmother of four. Gina is a graduate of the Holmes Institute School of Consciousness Studies and the School of Spiritual Leadership. And she's a licensed minister by the Centers for Spiritual Living. She's a spiritual leader of the CSL Greater Boston, a loving and growing community, both virtual and in person. She's a member of the prayer team on New Thought Media Network and where she hosts and produces her weekly live podcast, Finding the Joy in the Journey. She believes as the founder of Believe in You Today, a certified life coach, published author of three books, and a motivative, motivational speech, ah, speaker with over 30 years of experience, speaking, coaching, training, and workshop facilitation. Her passion is helping people realize their potential and live a happy and fulfilled life and is available for, for private life or spiritual coaching, training, and workshops. Hi, Reverend Gina. Hello. That's a mouthful, boy. <laughs> I was missing my tongue during half of it, but I'm so excited that you're here. So I always start with the first question, which is, what has your soul shared with you throughout your journey? Authenticity, I would say, that would be the greatest gift. I have always been, for the most part, living out loud. And, you know, to borrow the term daring greatly, I have tended to be and say what I've needed to. And I'm grateful for that, knowing that there is no limit that I can meet anything. And it it really is through my faith that I am able to do that. Beautiful. So let's talk about the topic of how to know yourself. I mean, it's a huge topic, right? But what are some of the reasons why we want to know ourselves? For me, the greatest catalyst personally was food addiction, to be honest with you. I've spent most of my life battling. And, uh, you know, while people may have that 10, 20 pounds, and not to minimize anyone's efforts or struggles, but I had ha- I've always had hundreds of pounds, and I have lost hundreds. I have lost over 100 pounds at least four or five times in my life. Wow. It has been, it has been the, the struggle. And for me, I know it's because that was the tool that I used to cope with life itself. There were a lot of things that went on in my life. And, you know, this was the tool that I used to help me through. And I'm not, you know, it's not about whether or not I'm proud of it or feel bad about it. It's the, it's what's helped me become who I am through awareness that going deeper to find out, well, why do I keep doing this and how does this keep happening? And it's taken me on many different paths 
between counseling, 12 steps, spiritual, and I just keep going deeper. And that for me is, you know, I don't like the term done a lot of work on myself. I used to use it all the time and I don't like that anymore because that implies something's wrong. Right. You're whole and complete. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think, I think knowing yourself for me is, is establishing, you know, where you know or experience wholeness and completeness and where you don't. And it's just a matter of how we're utilizing our energy and, and what we're doing with our pain and programming and kind of flipping those switches. And some areas are really easy to flip. And then some areas take a little more practice and a little more intention in the process. When people are on this path to start to know themselves, where do you suggest they start or where can they go deeper? Well, first off, let's remember, you know, when we said the broken, the broken places that let the light in. So it's, it's who we are is who we are. And that's a beautiful thing. Doesn't matter what it took to get us where we are. It's about honoring the path, honoring where we are and doing the next right thing. So it's important when we look at our lives and as a life coach, you know, the first questions I always ask is, who are you? you no, know, not your station in life, not the name someone gave you. Who are you really? What would your best friend say about you? And, you know, what do you really want? It's not about money or a vacation. What we really want is to be known, to live a life of usefulness. We have a purpose. It's to you know, really know who we are and what we're here to do and to do that, to thrive doing that. Yeah, you know, I think, you know, when I ask a person what's their secret purpose, you know, a lot of people go, well, my purpose here is to help women. From I'm like, no, I do an eye roll. Like, you can hear it in my voice. I'm like, your sacred purpose is first for you and then for others. And I think people forget that to include themselves. Well, actually, I think people forget that the receiving circle starts and ends with them. And so often, you know, we're doing all of these little sneaky hidden things. And when you accept that you're whole and complete and really know that on a deep level and engage with that, uh, it makes a huge difference when I write prayers for people and like, okay, we can pray small, you know, that new client, or we can pray big, you know, what do you, what's your heart's desire, right? So when I pray, I always pray big. I always pray for freedom because that's my heart's desire. And, and knowing that, knowing that fact has changed my life. And I think a lot of people tend to walk around not really knowing what they want or what they need or, or, what they want to experience. So what if they weren't raised with it? Right. A lot of people were not taught to think of themselves. It was selfish. I was raised that way. I was raised by a caretaker to be a caretaker and to think of yourself was selfish. To think of your needs first, put you first was selfish. When we know the truth is if you don't put your own oxygen mask on first, you, you can't help anybody else. And I think we're now in this generation helping the next generation understand that. And we're barely learning it ourselves. It's people like you and I that are saying, yes, you must start with you. You must know who you are and know that you're worthy of it. 
You were born worthy of it. You don't have to earn it. There's nothing you have to do to be worthy of it. You are a child of divine. You are the beloved of the beloved. Even if you don't have faith in that, know that your worth is no different than anybody else's worth. We're not better. We're not worse. We are absolute infinite potential. Now, when we start from that, I say, okay, well, who do you love? Whether it's a child, whether it's, uh, you know, a niece or a nephew. And you looked at them as an infant with an infinite potential. Know that that same child is within you. Just as you love them, love you. And that's where we begin is honoring ourselves so that we can open our hearts, open our minds and realize, yes, I am worthy to receive. Now what? Right. Well, and also that that receiving doesn't mean anything, but it is what you're here designed to do, right? Like you don't have to earn it. You don't have to do anything different. You don't have to, like, it is your divine right. And I think so often, you know, we, we struggle with how we were told to be and not how we are being. So what big questions have you been asking yourself lately? Oh, I don't, I know sometimes there's a lot of things that I want to do and I don't get, I don't do them. There's a brat that's alive and well in me. And you know, this parts, that's okay to some extent. And there's a lot of things that I, I know that I choose to do. So even coaches can get like that. I just want to make sure people know. I'm and nodding you, my head, everyone. Yeah. Yes. It's so important to know that, you know, we're all human and we don't have to be perfect. So my prayer has changed drastically. I used to be a human doing and not a human being. I spent most of my life in chaos and I took the value of who I am by what I did. If you were happy with me, if you thought I did well, then I was okay today. It's taken a lot for that for you to change. And honestly, two major cancer surgeries that knocked me on my, for a very long time. <clears throat> and over the next decade, you know, went into ministry and started to, you know, went to ministerial school and so many different things happened. And today who I am is nothing like who I was. But my prayer has always been, Spirit, what would you have me be? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, who you are today is who you are at your core, right? It wasn't who you were taught to be or your programming or your pain or whatever, right? And I think also <clears throat> when we, when we personally accept that we're co-creating with, with the divine, I think that gives us a lot of power to make, for lack of a better term, better choices. Um, so we can really experience what we want. And, you know, that first step is knowing who you are on a core level. So you have a freedom to experience it and express it more and more. Reverend consciously. And I want you, sorry, it's choosing consciously and it's being mindful of where we are today. If there's one tool that we can have, the most important thing is being present and mindful. I believe is probably the strongest, but there are plenty of, uh, just be still and know, take time for the stillness, contemplation, prayer is asking, but meditation is just simply listening. 
Your eyes don't have to be closed. You don't have to be doing a mantra. There is no wrong way to do it other than to not do it. It's just listening and being still. You know, there's visioning and there's so many different types of tools to help us feel that internal peace, joy. All of those things are always there, but we have to connect with it. And that's where the next right step comes from, from that stillness, not that fear and chaos of what's next and what do I have to get to and the rush, but simply being and knowing what is mine to do. Yeah. And stillness is, is not procrastination, right? So, you know, it's still, uh, there's this woman who has a song, um, her name went out of my head. But the line is that the hardest thing is to stand still, right? It's really being present and from there making decisions. So Reverend Gina, how do people get in touch with you? How do they get more of your goodness? My, my believe in you today.com. They can go to my website or they can reach out to me, Gina at believe in you today.com and it's G-I-N-A at believeinyoutoday.com or they can reach out to me uh, even by phone 401-580-5800 and they can leave a message and just know that you know I do coaching I do uh, I also do spiritual coaching There's whatever the need is and it's so important to know that these are gifts we give ourselves sometimes we think if we reach out for help there's something wrong with us. When in truth, these are the gifts that we give so that life is easier, life is more joyful and fulfilled. And when that's the case, we're a greater gift to everyone around us. So it's so important to remember that you're worth it. There's help here for you. It's just choosing to use it. Yeah, beautiful. Well, as we wrap up, let me ask you my last question, which is, you were a magnet on whatever you call your higher powers refrigerator. What would your magnet say? The joy is in the journey. Beautiful. One day, everyone, you're going to be able to buy all those magnets because they're so good. And I want a refrigerator full of good magnets. Right now, all my refrigerator is, is pictures of my nephews, which is okay. But <laughs> one day, all magnets. Gina, I want to thank you so much for spending time with us today. It's wonderful to be here with you. And like I'm looking forward to having you on my show. I know, I'm excited. In the journey. Yay. Everyone, you've been listening to Ask and Answered by Soul. Of course, I'm Jennifer Rizzio. This podcast is dedicated to helping you understand that your soul is the answer. If you're interested in learning more about your soul's answer and your purpose, you can access your free guide at themissofpurpose.com. Please feel free to share this podcast with your community, leave a comment, contact me directly, but most importantly, reach out to these guests guests, because you will not be sorry. All right, everyone. Bye for now. Introducing the Deep Leadership Podcast. Leadership is a people business. That's the philosophy of your podcast host, John Rennie. As a former submarine officer who spent 22 years leading businesses in corporate America before starting his own manufacturing business, he knows that leadership matters. Leadership matters. Deep leadership is real-world, actionable leadership advice from John and his expert guests. 
Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electric Acid. Hey, it's Tim from 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys, the comedy podcast you had no idea you needed. Join Ben, Jeff, and me as we continue our musical road trip back through the years and around the globe. See, just when you thought all white guys were like Joe Rogan, you come across three educators trying to remember when we were cool. 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys. Electric Acid.